This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun. We might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Welcome, Dave. Hey, Ian. How's it going, buddy? It's good. It's going better? I'm glad you're here. I'm Ian, where am I? This isn't the blanket fort. It is not the blanket fort. Why why do you not have pants on? Well, I'm at my house. <laughs> your house, your rules? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Um, what are we doing? Uh, well, we're doing an automotive podcast called Team Clear Coat. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. sure. All we're right. Talk about some cars. I'm I'm on board with that. Okay. Yeah, I have cars I want to talk about. Yeah. And I'm gonna apologize to the people right now for the uh all of the ambient city sounds that you're inevitably going to hear living in the city yeah because we're just uh sitting in my front room with the windows open so sweating so some things will happen yeah sorry i had to turn off the air conditioner because it'd be too loud dave said i was peaking the levels yeah that's what you said you're just not trying to get me to take my shirt off are you (laughs) yeah i am definitely not trying to do that (laughs) i can guarantee you 100 percent that i am not doing that for the last time ian yes let's Let's talk about what's been going on recently. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. You saw a very interesting car. I did. I saw a Porsche 718 before they went on sale. Yes, you did. Just driving down I-25 like it was no big deal. Yeah. I mean, we get those a lot. We get those a lot here. Yeah. The the emissions testing. Yeah. Prototype cars. Yeah. Camouflage cars. But this one was, it was all black. And um, I mean, you know, with with a new Porsche, um, yeah, it's not something that would really stand out as a car that is that massively different, mm-hmm. you know, from other cars that are on the road. So you don't really, uh, you know, a lot of people wouldn't really notice it. And those are, those are like my favorite kind of cars to spot. Like it's, yeah. you look at it and you see like a, we- a weird little bit of black tape or, you know, a bumper well, that doesn't ma- quite look right. The manufacturer plate yeah. is usually a good right. giveaway because they're all Michigan manufacturer plates. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you see it and it's like, oh, Oh, mm-hmm. what are you? Yeah. Tell me your secrets, Porsche. <laughs> I, yeah. Or sometimes I'll have just the, the badges blacked out. Yeah. You know, or, or just like, it'll be like, I saw a Hyundai that just had kind of like an oval over the Hyundai. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not a Ford shape. What is, oh, it's the Hyundai. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like that. You're not fooling me. <laughs> I can tell what you are from your valve stems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to admit that I can. Really? Yeah. yeah. Valve stems? No, I, I can't. Oh, I was going to yeah, say. That would be amazing. That would be, uh, amazing would be one word for it. Yeah. Insane would be another. Amazingly sad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Would be another. Very much. Very much. Yeah. So I, I saw a Porsche 718. Uh, it's kind of cool. I like seeing this stuff before it goes on sale, before it's available to the public. Living in Colorado affords us this sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty slick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was pretty quick too. Yeah. Seemed to move right along. Yeah. Yeah. Was uh-huh. it like driving spiritedly? I've it, never seen a manufacturer car actually drive. It, it merged, more than it merged onto, oh. yeah, yeah, exactly. It merged onto 25 pretty quick and then, you know, it got up to the speed limit rapidly. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, also we had an adventure yesterday. We did. We had an adventure and we survived and we don't want to say too much about it. Well, we'll say this, that it was a special thing that we did for our 50th episode. Yes. Which will be next week. Yes. Uh, we took your Saab on a mini tour of, of Colorado. Yeah, and it was awesome. I can't, uh, I can't wait to edit 
five hours of audio <laughs> and motorcycle rumble ambient as it goes past Ian's house. It's okay. We're going to just roll with it. This yeah. episode, it's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, you can't hear it. You can't hear it. It's not there. Yeah, not there. Yeah. That was just my tummy. That was a, a teaser of uh, one of the discussions that we had. There yesterday. you go. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yes. There you go. Well played. Yeah. That's yeah. all that was. That's Ian adding audio production to the to the podcast. <laughs> um, and also making sure that Dave can't cut out a rant that I had. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. I like that. You're future proofing your opinions. Exactly. That's good. You're making them canon. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Um but Ian, uh yeah, so we had a great time and uh after we did that my, my car uh, was a little uh it did something a little weird. Yeah? Yeah. Like more weird than just being a sob? Well, yeah, I mean, yes. It, like, it, it, and I like it. A friend of mine uses the word weird to describe me quite a bit. Uh-huh. You know, in fact, he just accused me one day of just like weirding out. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can totally see like, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, I, it's a sl- sob. Weird, but not citron weird. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's right. like halfway between VW and citron. Yes. On the weirdness scale. Y- you probably won't find an eggplant anywhere in the car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, my car did a really weird thing. So I was driving back from seeing uh, the movie Swiss Army Man, which, like me, is weird. Unlike me, it's really good, and mm-hmm. everyone should see it. This is Dave's automotive podcast movie reviews. <laughs> uh, dude, that movie's weird. You should go see it. I really, I really want to see yeah, it. Yeah, you need to see it before it leaves the theaters. Everybody see it. Um, and uh, so I get in the car, and I start driving away, and I realize my dash lights aren't on, mm-hmm. and but my headlights are on. And so I go to touch the headlight switch, and all of a sudden my dash lights turn on. And that's never happened before. Well, let's troubleshoot this. So when it happened yesterday? Yes, yes. Yesterday evening. Yesterday a- evening. A- after our road trip, yes. After our road trip. Yes. Um, I have solved the problem. <laughs> that was rapid. I know exactly what happened. Really? I was in your car for like six hours yesterday. And driving a lot of it. Yep. Oh. Your car caught Volkswagen from me. <laughs> it caught Volkswagen. Ian, it's a communicable disease. Not a lot of people know that that, okay. that can happen. Yeah, okay, first of all, that's frightening. Second of all, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. Oh God, what are the additional symptoms of my car catching Volkswagen? Um. Well, you will you will go out to your car in the morning, yes. and you know where you know you have that ridiculous feature, and we talk about this more tomorrow, but uh, or next week. Uh, the your your dumb thing where it says info display on the dash yes. pointing you to your secondary screen uh-huh yes which is just hilarious and uh-huh. mind easy yes on that so you'll come in you'll start the car and it'll say info display and you'll look over and it'll just be like bringing up information about VW meets and <laughs> McDonald's parking lots okay all right and then um, another time you'll come out to your car and it'll say info display. Okay. And it'll just say stance bro. And then you hear <laughs> and your whole car will just sink down on into its new airbags that it installed itself overnight. Overnight. Okay. All right. It's gone. Hella flush stance bro. Yeah. You'll it's get a hell. Yeah. Oh. Info display. Hella flush bro. <laughs> my, I called the sob mechanic. Uh, my car just called me bra. <laughs> oh God. You caught VW. You caught VW. Yeah. I like this. I, Ian, why can't my car catch something? 
that would make it better? Like, why can't it catch like Rolls Royce? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you say that, but if you catch Rolls Royce, it's going to be slower. But that that's true, and the power will just be ample or yeah. or adequate, and uh, the leather will be in great condition. And also, you don't want it to catch too modern of a Rolls Royce because, as we discussed in a previous episode, yes, it's autonomous feature will be to not allow you to drive into your own neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it would not accept me going to my own house. No. True. I like that. Yeah. Um, also, if my car caught Rolls Royce, I would just find umbrellas in the doors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rattling around. You just <laughs> open the door. What is that? Oh, it's a $500 umbrella. And also, I would suddenly be in the back seat and have someone driving me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd I have to deal with some dude named James. <laughs> If I if I caught Rolls Royce, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean that that wouldn't be bad. It would be better yeah. than say catching Lotus, okay. which would just fire your radio at your forehead for <laughs> for adding additional weight to it. Do not need stereo head unit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. Okay. All right. If my car caught Lotus and it started ejecting extra weight. Mm-hmm then I have the feeling it would, oh my God, okay, it would, you know how like in a sci-fi movie where like artificial intelligence runs away from mankind? Yeah. Right? I feel like, and and it, artificial intelligence figures out that humans are the problem, and right. so it starts to try to kill everybody, right? Uh-huh. I feel like if my car caught Lotus, it would be like 200 pound ginger detected, no value added, ejecting. <laughs> <laughs> Or it would just start like atomizing diet pills and sending them through the vents at you. I'd be I'd be really skinny and meth addicted. Yeah, and then you'd be like, I've been eating like crazy. I can't figure out. I have been driving more than I want to know. I'm just I look like Christian Bale in that movie, The Mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> I already kind of do. <laughs> uh okay all right you can also though a car catching morgan would be fun oh my god that would be the best because what would happen is you would be driving along and all of a sudden you just get like little flecks of sawdust (laughs) coming through the vents and you'd be like what did i just drive through a construction that's really strange and you park your car you go in for the night Uh uh-huh and you come back and there'd just be like a a two by four sitting on the (laughs) on the back seat what is this that's weird ash (laughs) weird and then you'll you keep driving it and you keep getting the sawdust smell and you keep finding Uh random people and then one morning you'll come out and there's just like a big wooden beam running down the center (laughs) of your car and i'm in a tweed jacket with elbow patches yeah yeah and then your headlights turn in to look at each other that's 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 a that's a uh fatal morgan syndrome (laughs) and and the the, you think your classic fms i (laughs) i have one rear wheel instead of two (laughs) right just your wheel just falls off (laughs) the other one just slots right over you're a three-wheeler now you're a three-wheeled info display (laughs) you're a three-wheeled sob yes oh my god okay no it wouldn't say it wouldn't say it wouldn't say you're a three wheels up it would say info display and it'd be like don't forget to get your wartime rations (laughs) it would be info display and then the info display would be look to your left where there's an analog clock (laughs) and it'd be like oh yeah yeah yeah, that that was there before but it's there now it's period correct yeah yeah i like it I like our automotive diseases. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You, you got to watch out for them. They can be serious. You do. Uh, so now that my car has Volkswagen, mm-hmm. I don't. I I don't know what the treatment is. 
I don't know if I have to go sit in like a, I don't know, like something that like a Toyota Highlander for like 10 minutes. And well, what you want to do is you want to take two fuses. <laughs> call me in the morning. If it gets, it's not chronic until it starts lying to you about emissions. And then, then you really have to worry. I'm clean. I'm clean. I swear, yeah. man. I swear I'm clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? What is, what is this building we're in with these fans in front of the car? Let me, uh, let me make some, uh, I mean, let me not do anything different from what I would normally do on the streets. Emissions testing officer. Yeah. 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 Well, and actually your car's already kind of set up for it because you have that big test button in your, on your dash. The big test button, the test panel button or something, right? No. Huh? What do you do that you reset everything with? Uh, I don't reset everything. It has the night panel button or the black panel it's, button. It's called a black panel in your car. Yeah, I know. But there's another button I, like at the top above the info display. Huh? Am I no, just making this up now? I think you are. I thought you had something that you could reset your, your climate control and everything. Uh, with. Oh, just the climate control. You hit off and auto at the same time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do this. I'm making finger motions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. You got to pay extra for that usually. <laughs> Typically. Yeah. Unless you find the right person, buddy. Yeah. Well, Unless you yeah, find the right person. There you go. You know, yeah. then they'll do it to you too. Oh. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay. So let's see here. What else do we need to talk about, buddy? Um, we also need to talk about Tesla. Yes, we do. We do. We do need to talk about Tesla. So we haven't talked about them in a long time. Yeah. We have talked about them in the past, but I'll, I'll set the stage and then I know you, you're excited to talk about it. So I'll, I, I'll let you go. But I, I am, I've, I've kind of been able to coalesce some, some opinions that I have and, and apply it to, to what's going on with Tesla right now. So yeah, set the stage. Yeah. Okay. So for the longest time, you know, uh, Tesla made a lot of hay about having their autopilot feature out in public and they, they call, they've been calling it a beta feature, yeah. which is a, a, a kind of a, a topic for some discussion as well. True. But I call that production. Well, okay, yeah. so we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was, it was supposed to be like a, I think that I don't remember, is it like a level two or class two, but basically it's supposed to be like a middle road sort of, uh, autonomous feature. It's not meant to be full autonomy, which is like level three. Correct. Um, you know, and there's been a lot of publicity about it, a lot of um, like customer made videos yep. of people doing crazy things uh, while autopilot's running. Uh, and some, you know, even like Alex Roy set like a cross country record, a cannonball record on, on auto- autopilot. On autopilot. Yeah. Uh, so people are already stretching its limits. Uh, probably, kind of inevitably, there's already there's been an accident. Yes. Uh, and actually in the last three days, there's been three accidents that are, have reportedly involved autopilot. Yes. One fatality. One fatality in a Model S that it has been confirmed that he was running auto autopilot. Yes. Another rollover in a Model X that um, the use of autopilot is being disputed. Yes. Tesla saying that they it wasn't. That it wasn't, that they don't have they have no data that's to to support that it was and the guy is but he's not talking to tesla so yeah that was a which is sp- such an odd approach to take and that one's pretty sketchy yeah so that that one very well could be that some that he's like saying that it was autopilot so he doesn't get a ticket you know? yeah yeah um and then one that just happened um i think like last night 
uh, or, or this morning, um, in, in Montana, another model X that basically drove off a road that lacked, um, lacked good markings. Oh really? Okay. Mm -hmm. And it hit a, uh, it it hit a wooden stake that was in the road and caused the, the tire to blow and then, and then plowed on through a bunch of other stuff. So, oh, wow. Okay. Um, that one, there's not a lot of details on yet, but nevertheless, so now we're, we're now in the age of yes. this shit's gotten real. It has, it has human lives are at stake. So Dave, you want to, you want to take it from there? Cause I know you're, you're ready to, you're ready to say some stuff about it. Yeah. Um, so it, with the phase that Tesla is going through where these autonomous vehicles are, it's, it's a really, really tough time because not only are you dealing with the technology coming into its own, right? Like dealing with actual, I mean, humans are writing the software, dealing with the development and the learning cycles of the machines. Um, we're dealing still with a high quantity of human factors in the world. And you can't predict what humans are going to do. You right. can only react to it, right? And I think by in part, the software seems to be doing a large, uh, a, a largely a good job of that because we don't see too many. I mean, the, the first fatality has taken a long time to happen, right? Yeah. And I think they've, they said, they've said that it's, that they've traveled like a hundred million miles on autopilot. Already? I thought they were getting close to a billion. Well, no, that's when he said that they would leave. Oh, the beta, beta. would be over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I think they've, they've, they're about 10% there okay. um, from, from what I understand. Okay. So with, with systems like this, I, I think the approach needs to be taken. The perspective that we need to have at, as a whole, and it, it kind of hurts to say this, right? Is that there are going to be some fatalities. There are going to be some crashes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not about completely eliminating them because we're never going to be able to completely eliminate them. We have right. to minimize them. And so to add like some additional perspective on, on like this kind of I, this philosophy, especially since you and I are IT guys, we know that like when humans design systems, inevitably there's going to be bugs, right? Right. And then there's also going to be environmental variables that we cannot control. Like, um, you know, uh, a hard drive failure, uh, zinc whiskers. I don't know if you know anything about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like all of these kinds of things that equipment will face that is basically like a, a, a random chance. Right. Yeah. So I work for UC health and I was the technical lead and system architect for deploying the mobile stroke treatment unit that UC mm-hmm. health has operating in Aurora, Colorado. It's the third mobile stroke treatment unit in the country. Houston and Cleveland had one before us. Um, and so it's, it's a really exciting project. It's changed the face of stroke care in Colorado. And I'm, I'm really proud to be part of it. The idea is that we have a cat scanner inside an ambulance so we can actually scan a patient right at their house. So it's with stroke, time is the most important thing, right? Because there's a clot in your brain typically, unless it's a hemorrhagic stroke, um, that is, you know, killing brain cells because blood can't get to it. So the idea is that we treat patients at their house before they have to be transported to the hospital and and have the clot sit in their brain that entire time, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, the reason that I bring this up is that there there are tons of moving parts to the mobile stroke unit. And it represented a a huge change in how I think about IT as a whole when it comes to things like this, right? So it's, with, with the mobile stroke treatment unit, we cannot 
uh, eliminate outages or issues. We can only work to minimize them, right? So it relies on cellular technology to send the images back for a radiologist at the hospital to read, right? Mm -hmm. The neurologist has to take a look at them and they're back at the hospital or they're, you know, working remote. Um, And I can't fix cell phone dead spots, right? You know, I can't do that. Um, and they still in this day and age still happen, right? Uh, Um, you go under a a highway overpass or something and yes, cell phone signal can cut out, you know? Um, so it's about minimizing that. We have two cellular carriers in, in the rig, you know? Um, it, the internal Wi-Fi that it serves up, it uses, uh, uh, pretty much unused like five gigahertz channel you know something that's not like default on a lot of things out of the box right right so it's about minimizing and because ultimately right if there is an outage i do i i can't have people on the rig try to troubleshoot that outage right because a patient's laying in the rig having a stroke right Mm -hmm. so it is still an ambulance they just they don't need to try to fix anything they just need to go straight to the hospital right right and should we ever get to that point where an issue does happen because they will happen you know we we can't eliminate we can only minimize and and tesla is going through that and uh, and the public has to realize and it's unfortunate because people are going to die you know, from this, just like people die in car crashes every single day. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a sad fact of having cars on the road, you know, and if any of us could change it, I'm sure we will. Um, but Tesla and society is going to have to accept that we cannot eliminate fatalities. We can only work to minimize them. And that, that whether it be a human driver or AI driving, it's, you know, it, it's still something that, that, that holds true. That holds true. Yeah. And I, I think you can, you can kind of stretch your analogy a little bit further too, because you don't, you didn't cease to train ambulance drivers how to drive to the hospital yes. or do other ambulance EMT things. There you go. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So yep. when the, the IT systems fail on the, on the ambulance, right. You have to revert. There's the, the fallback of manual intervention. Yes. Which is exactly what happened in the, the Model S crash, that, yes. or what didn't happen in the Model S crash, where autopilot didn't function properly. Correct. And, you know, the piece of meat behind the steering wheel is yep. supposed to be the fallback option. And, 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 it, and still paying attention. And, and that's why what we were talking about before, about it being a level two autonomous system, is so important because... That in, that implies that the driver still needs to be alert and yeah, a, a key part drive. of the system. Yeah, right. Um, Not in the back seat with a blanket over them, which some people have done on autopilot. Right, and yeah, I, and, and that it's at that point, it's not really an autopilot crash. It's not a it's not an autopilot failure. It's a it's a human error. Correct. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we are, we are going to run into those and, and Tesla is doing everything that they can and Google with their self-driving cars are doing everything that they can to eliminate them, but they are only going to ever be able to minimize them. Yeah. Um, but that, that said, so I, I do want to talk about the other side of it a little bit, the, the argument against this level two, especially, okay. which is in my mind, the worst of both worlds. Yes. Yes. I, I would this, agree. We've talked yep. about this a little bit before about the middle ground of 
autonomy. Yep. And I, I know that, you know, part of the benefit of this, of the way that Tesla has rolled this out is, is, is the machine learning that's going on. Yes. And that's that I, I understand that and that's a valid argument for it, but humans are <laughs> lazy and they're going to default to the easy button, right? They're yep. going to default mm-hmm. to, Oh, this thing is going to, or they're going to default to complacency, I guess. Right. Say, right. right. They're going to get complacent with a, with a system that they perceive as faultless. Right. And whether or not it's faultless, the environmental factors that you talked about, right, right, bugs, whatever it is, there's going to be an, a, a time when it's not going to function properly, right? Or you want to do something different uh-huh. than, than than the computer does. And oh, they, that's a good thing. Let's get back to that. But go on. Yeah. Um, and so you, you you need to be ready. You need to still know how to drive a car. Yes, exactly. And and now more than ever, I feel I feel like driving a car at its limits is going to be even more is going to be even more important because as these like level two autonomous uh, systems become more prevalent, you're going to be you're going to go from you know uh, playing a game on your phone to Oh shit! I'm in a slide, and I need to recover this. Exactly. You're going to be handed a much worse situation. <laughs> yes, yes. Than than you would be if you, you would be you, if you were, were just like getting into the car in your driveway. Exactly. And driving off. Right. No, you're exactly right. That's a really good point. Yeah, you're going to be handed an oh shit situation. Right. So with this, with level two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to need to learn how to quickly unfuck a situation. <laughs> you're exactly right. Whereas before, you were usually the one who puts your, your right. yourself there in the right. first place yeah and so you could kind of figure out what you had to undo <laughs> right but but wow. now that's not going to be the case anymore wow i didn't think about that that's a really good point yeah so i i do think that those disaster recovery man we're just gonna just we're just I gonna slip shit up the, yeah yeah so these like disaster recovery systems of 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 backups on backups on backups are right. going to become more and more important and that is ironically going to mean driver training is going to be even more critical yes and more involved it's going to be more uh technical and uh but it's also going to involve all of the old techniques right right yeah so we might have less accidents overall but the ones that we have might be more severe because average drivers are not able to cope with the situation that they're handed yeah no that's a yeah i think that's a reasonable uh yeah, I think that's a reasonable prediction. Yeah, you know, because and, and again, once and once off level three autonomy gets here, and and they're fully autonomous vehicles out there, that means speeds will come up, right? Um, because they can, yeah, because they can, and they and they and they should, right? Um, but you know, someone's gonna pull out in their nineteen eighty seven Honda Accord and right. get in the middle of a of a train of cars going 150 miles an hour right and that's not going to turn out well no it's not um yeah so you you, you never know what's going to happen wow i really like the way you look at that that's yeah well i mean i think part of it is again it training yeah because how many times how many times have we gotten a call from uh, a, a colleague uh-huh. a, a, a family member right and three minutes in or you know 30 seconds into their description of the issue you already know the answer is problem exists between keyboard and chair (laughs) 
<laughs> True. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. And there's, I mean, there's a whole host of questions that come up with the software angle of this. Like, True. What are their legacy costs going to be? Right. In 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with, to- with, with autonomy, with autonomous features still needing, still needing and hardware still needing updates and, and all that stuff. Are they planning on supporting that stuff indefinitely? Because, right. right. Or are they just going to put a cap on, you can only use this autopilot feature for 10 years and then we're going to, their license is expired or whatever. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many different ways they could take that. Like a license expiration, they could just continuously update the system. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's sustainable though. Like how it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly not sustainable. Maybe Tesla is planned for that. I'm sure they've had these discussions, but as legacy automakers, right. Right. Start implementing these things. What, what's their plan for that? Right. You know, I mean, they certainly aren't set up for legacy costs past, you know, 60,000 miles. Right. You know, Audi. Audi. I'm looking at you, Audi. Yeah, exactly. Your timing chain guides. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay. I need some help here. Okay. What was the thing I said I wanted to get back to? Uh, well, we did want to talk about the beta thing. Okay. Um, oh, I know. I remember what you, what it was, the, the decision, like it, when the car makes a decision, a decision that's different than what you wanted it to make. Okay. I said that. So I think what what you're going where where you're going with that is the discussion that a lot of people are having now of um, in an emergency situation where there's a choice to be made of like you're going to crash into a guardrail or you're going to crash into another car or you're going to run over a child that's chasing after a ball. You know that right. The a lot of times the the human will will pick just the easiest right whatever's right. the closest right uh whereas the car is probably going to elect to kill you rather than a bus full of children right right if there's a choice to be made oh man god the fact that we ha- we're thinking about this kind of stuff right well i mean you yeah. you you kind of have to because i mean these are the sorts of things though that you you think about or you should be thinking about when you're driving along. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We'd be lying to ourselves if we didn't think about them already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a reason people swerve around animals. Yep. You know? Yep. Because they think they can attempt to, to, to not hit them. Right. When usually the best course of ans- action is just to plow over Bambi. Right. Well, especially if it's something small like a squirrel, but for, yeah. The, yeah, for the love of God. Yeah. Yeah. More accidents are caused by swerving around animals than actually yeah. hitting them. But True. anyway... Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole other <laughs> yeah. ethical and, discussion. And I, I can't remember the thought that I had right when I said I wanted to get back to that. So I'm, I'm sorry. I lost that train of thought. Yeah. That's right. It's really warm in here. I'm, and I'm, I'm sleep, sorry. I'm sleeping. What do you, what do you let think? Me, let about? me get some taffy. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you another Tesla yeah, question. Yeah, please do. So there's been some discussion about the, I don't want to say the ethics of, but like the, whether or not it's a good idea for Tesla to refer to their autopilot system as being in beta and, and right, the, the way right. that they use that word. Right. Because um, it's out on public streets. Right. So right. Jalopnik had a really great article about it, kind of recapping the Tesla's history with the use of the word beta. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I, I thought it was interesting from, you know, you know, coming from the IT perspective because 
as you know, like, you know, the, the real w- way that beta releases usually use is that a small group of select users in non-production environments in non-production environments are selected to, to test out a piece of software or whatever it is. And those are, those are your beta users. And then it co it goes into production and you know, sometimes there's still, but Google, I mean, Google kind of abused the beta term for right. years with Gmail. I mean, right. Gmail was in beta for, I have no idea. Like three years at least. Yeah. Uh, it was longer than that. Yeah. It was probably yeah. five or six. Yeah. It was a long time. Um, so, I mean, it, it's not unprecedented for a Silicon Valley company to kind of true abuse that term, but yeah, it, it, I think that that's one term that's really lost its, its meaning, Yeah, you know, with, with the public, you know, as a whole, yeah. you know, because I think a lot of companies now are just calling, uh, like their betas, like for the small small group of users, non production environments, they're just calling that alpha, right? Now, right. you know, and then what's it going to be before that? Like null. This is the null <laughs> release. Oh, that's I like that. Yeah, I think so. There's two ways, basically, that 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 has been read in, okay. the, in the media, and so like the I think the first way, the uncharitable way, is that like Elon Musk is just covering his ass for True. when inevitably. Right. Some idiot decides to watch Harry Potter instead of paying attention to the road right. and crashes his Model S into a tractor trailer. Right. Like he was like autopilot and the lawyer behind him was like beta, the yeah. beta autopilot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the uncharitable yes. view. The charitable view of it is that he th- is that they're using that word to try to uh, convey to their users that this is not a foolproof Right, system, right. That they yeah. do need to be vigilant because, oh, it's only in beta. Right. And I don't think that's ever the desired effect. Right, um, right. If that's the case. But so those are the kind of the two theories behind why they, why they use that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure which. I'm sure. I think the truth is probably a little column both. A, a little it's, column B. Yes, it's definitely. Yes, it has to be both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so st- I am still, no, there's no, so no. many, there's so many little, let's chase this thread. Yeah. yeah let's so let's English muffin this can... nook and cranny buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, you mentioned bugs earlier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think the thing that I like to think about with the bug argument is that, the number of instances of bugs in software is going to be way, way less than the bugs in human behavior. You're exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, the the software as a whole will will operate in a much more reliable manner than humanity will. Hopefully. Right? Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not a high bar to clear, to be honest. <laughs> it's not. We're not. <laughs> as the late, great comedian Bill Hicks said, we're basically just viruses with shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, w- yeah. I wish I was smart enough to come up with that on my own. Yeah. 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 No, you're, you're right. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be painful, but it's going to be worth it when we get there, I think. And I think all of the, I think a lot of people aren't understanding the amount of machine learning and AI progression that Tesla is making as a whole. Right. That and like all the stuff that's carrying over into SpaceX and how all these things are actually linked, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and maybe this is part of what 
Elon is going to, you know, talk about when he talks about Tesla's master plan, you know, that he's been alluding to lately. But, um, you know, just thinking that we are going to autonomously colonize a planet to prepare it for humans, like, right. You know, and like that software that humans wrote yeah. that's doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's true. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. The machine learning thing is is really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Mostly because mo- mostly from the perspective of, I mean, it's cool on its own, but uh, Tesla has been kind of hit from the other automakers, especially like Vol. Uh, I think most explicitly like Volvo. Volvo. Yep. As being Definitely. irresponsible for yes. releasing autopilot. Yes. And I think Tesla's response is that well, with the machine learning aspect to it. You know, the more miles we log, the better and safer it's going to get. Yep. And the other, the other automakers, Mercedes and Volvo and and some of the others that have not released these features yet, correct, are going to be behind because they are too frightened to to release. Yes. Them. Yeah. No. It, it, yeah. It's it's paralysis because they don't want to make a small first step, a small painful first step. They they they're operating under the assumption that they're just going to be able to build a mountain in one day and deploy like a completely autonomous car with so you know like just skip to level three. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know, which I don't think anybody can do. You you have to make these steps. You have to progress and. Uh, and if you step to level three, then the consequences of level three not working correctly are far worse than level one not working great in small in smaller deployments, level two not working great in smaller right. deployments, and then level three, you know, working much better because you've gone through that with the lower levels of autonomy. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, it it is interesting to see them kind of. I mean, we can understand why they would say like. They, they would politically try to jab at Tesla because it's eating into their market share like crazy. Right. You know, and say that they're irresponsible and try to, you know, use these charged words mm-hmm. to polarize people, you know, f- against Tesla. Um, I mean, you know, they, these are marketing people that are delivering these press releases. Right. They know what they're saying, right? Yeah. These words are designed to have the impact that they do. Nothing is just being said, you know, right. by like in, by actual human speak, you know, <laughs> right. like this is all committee, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I, I understand, I, I understand what they're saying and the possible intent, you know, uh, of like, you know, like maybe they do have a legitimate concern that it's not going to be, Perfect, and that's that is well founded, right? Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, somebody, somebody no. just died because, right? Exactly, but it's to not, perfect. but to go further and slippery slope it, and to call it irresponsible, and say that it should, you know, they shouldn't be doing that. That's uh, no, you know, I I don't agree with that. Yeah. You know, I, I think they're running away from it, and not realizing the greatness that it 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 truly is. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, man, Tesla, yeah. Well, and then there's the whole aspect of the the stock, um, uh, the the stock offering that wasn't that was offered uh, before. It was offered after Tesla knew about this yeah. fa- fatal crash, but before they disclosed it to the public. Yep. And then you know the uh, uh, NH uh, TSA, TSA. Yeah. Uh, didn't. They sat on the information for like a month and a half. Yep. It's a whole mess. Yeah. I, I, we can't, 
exclude Tesla from, you know, being uh, sh- sh- a shitty corporation at times, you know? Right. You know, because yeah. they are going to work things in their favor. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Dave, there's one other thing that I'm very curious to get your opinion on. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. The, 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 the youths uh-huh. today. Yeah. The youths. Uh-huh. Go on. Uh, my, my Twitter feed is a wash. Oh my God. With, with some nonsense about, um, uh, poking men. <laughs> well, those are just some of the things that you subscribe to. I can't help you with that. Oh, okay. But there is this new game. Yeah. You have to hold the microphone, not just taffy. Do you need help with your taffy? <laughs> Come it's, here. it's all sticky because it's so hot in here. I'm sorry. Um, let's do the rest of this podcast in your refrigerator. <laughs> um, so it, there's this game, Ian, and it's not poke a man. It's Pokemon go. Oh, and it's Nintendo's like first real mobile game that they've put out for non Nintendo hardware. Uh huh. I mean, I'm sure there's others and you know, people on the internet could correct me, but this is the first really big one. Yeah. So it's Pokemon and it's an augmented reality game where you have to walk around and they just put Pokemon out there and you have to like find them and catch them. Right. And because they're made, okay, so so many hilarious things are happening because of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, getting gamers to actually walk, good job Nintendo because they're actually <laughs> doing it and like people are upset. Yeah. Did they have to walk? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Right. People are legitimately mm, vanilla taffy. People are actually mad that Nintendo is doing this, right? Really? They're upset. Like, oh, I have to go all the way over there. They're like taking a scooter or an Uber to go catch more Pokemon, (laughs) right? Which is so, it's so insane. Um, Another thing is, and I just, I read about this uh, earlier this week. There was a children's hospital. I can't remember where, but they had kids, um, trying to find ways into secure areas of the building because there was there were, Pokemon in there. There were Pokemon in there, <laughs> right? So it's like it's putting people's like uh, access control systems at, to the test. That's awesome. Right. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, at some point, and uh, one of my favorite rappers, LP, was joking about this on Twitter. Um, he was saying that uh, at some point, someone is going to wander into the street trying to catch a Pokemon and get hit by a car and he's going to feel bad, but not really that bad, but (laughs) not really a little bit bad. Yeah. Yeah. So Pokemon, what you have on your feed is poking men. Mm -hmm. You do with that as you will. Okay. Yeah. But Pokemon go. Yeah. I, as the resident team clear coat gamer, Uh I took a look at the app and said, Nope. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I don't have patience um, in general. Or um, it, Pokemon has never been my type of game. Yeah. I can't like, I can't like acquire things, and then I'm like, oh, then that thing has to breed with this thing to make that other thing to Wait, get is that, that an thing. element of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not. I've never been into that either. Yeah. So like any of that kind of stuff, I, my attention span just turns into a dial tone. I'm just like. I'm like, I want rocket launcher to shoot aliens, right? I want to drive car upside down on track. Yeah, like that's that's what I want. I don't want to have to like plan coitus for fake bugs <laughs> on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I guess. and also Pokemon is pretty dark when you think about it. Um, you know, I seldom do because you catch these little you catch these animals and you make them live in these little balls. These pokeballs, hmm. 
and then you take them out to fight each other to the death, and then you put the winner back in a ball. I'm now interested. <laughs> because it got bleak and dark. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're uh, appealing to my nihilistic tendencies. <laughs> because honestly, aren't we all just in tiny balls <laughs> this is, and then it randomly getting out to struggle. This is the Werner Herzog moment of the podcast. <laughs> Mankind's oblique existence inside tiny plastic balls <laughs> where we are released only to do battle with our fears and our emotions. <laughs> then we are promptly put back into the ball only to be defeated by nature. <laughs> Go get grizzly man from red box. <laughs> Yeah, it's a feel-good movie. <laughs> right. Um, oh, Werner Herzog. All right, now we really do need to lighten it up. Okay, well, let's, yes, let's lighten it up and play FMK Cars. FMK Cars. I'm going to start all over with the description. Good. FMK Cars is yes. a classic game of fuck, Mary kill. Yes, Most it is. Most people play it with people and celebrities. We do not. We play it with cars because we're nice people. Yep. Uh, and also, this is a car podcast, and doing it with celebrities just wouldn't make any sense. No. Unlike talking about Pokemon Go. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Or any of the other tons of things that we talk about that don't make any sense. Right. Anyway. Uh, so, fuck means you drive it for a day. You, uh, as, as the youths say, when they're not buried in Pokemon Go, you hit it. And quit it. And quit it. That's right. Um, and quit it. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can do that too. Okay. Yep. Right. Uh, Mary means it is your new daily driver, warts and all. That's right. Um, and fuck or kill means it goes to the crusher immediately. Yep. Um, so let's kick it off, Dave, with your first one. You bet, Ian. And sometimes they have a catch, so we'll get to that. So let's see here. So I call this one. Um, it's some hipster bullshit or whatever. Okay. Okay. All right. In this... I'm interested. Yeah, I know you are. I wrote this one just for you. (laughs) It's some hipster bullshit or whatever. Okay. So in this one, you're presented with a car, but then you're also presented with a consequence. Okay. Okay. So if you... um, So is this the one with with the catch? Yes. You're doing catch first. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing catch first. So... You'll, you'll get the idea. All right. Okay. So first up, we have a Citroen DS. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go figure. You with a ridiculous haircut are stoked about this car. Yeah. All right. If you pick this car, for the duration that you own it, LCD sound system never existed. <laughs> not, not that they are no longer a thing. They never existed. It just didn't happen. Do I know that they didn't like that? I uh-huh. and I'm aware that I'm the one who wiped them out. Yep. Oh, that's tough. Uh huh. Right. <sighs> okay. Then up next we have a Saab Sonnet. Okay. First, just Sonnet. Yep. All right. LPs never existed. Your wonderful wax discs don't exist. So what? What was the 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 first? Widely distributed physical medium tapes, cassettes, cassettes, which are making a dumb comeback. They are making a dumb comeback. Uh, CDs, do they exist? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. But LPs, Mm -hmm. Ian. Okay. All right. Every all the artwork that you have for albums is going to be pretty tiny. Yeah. Yep. No. Okay. You pick this one. Not only do LPs never exist, mini discs are the thing that everything's <laughs> distributed on. There you go. Mini discs. All right. Then lastly, we have a Datsun 510. 
Mm-hmm. Whiskey never existed. What? <laughs> That's just ridiculous. <laughs> Ian, we're playing a game called Fuck, Mary Kill Cars. Whiskey never existed. Okay. Okay. All right. So what was the middle one? What car was the middle one? Sob Sonnet. The Sob Sonnet. I'm crushing the Sob Sonnet. I'm okay. killing the Sob Sonnet. Okay. So I Wait, just, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. Okay. That, that was the one with the LPs, right? Yeah. The first one was the Citroen. I'm killing the Citroen. Okay. I could not live with myself with just, getting rid of LCD sound system. Oh, my God. Okay. They're too great. Um, I, for a day, uh-huh. will live without whiskey in a 510. Really? Which means, uh huh. In a surprise to you, in front of my LP collection that I can see, frankly, frankly, embarrassingly large LP collection. Um, yeah, LPs don't exist anymore, and I'm driving a Sonnet. Wow, which wow. is also my least favorite car of the three. It's some hipster bullshit or something. <laughs> All right, what do you got for me, buddy? <laughs> so, what would you do there, except swap LCD sound system for Apex Twin? Apex Twin, yeah, I would. Uh, I would have to. Well, it was, then you'd have to swap whiskey because I don't drink. Taffy, um, candy. We'll just say candy. Yeah, or just everything that's fun in the world. Right. <laughs> um, like whiskey. Yeah, I think I'd have to kill the. Dotson 510 live without Aphex twin for a day mm. and I think I'd have to marry the sob sonnet as well and keep LPs alive. Yeah, no, yeah. you'd be killing LPs. You'd be killing. LPs oh, off. yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'd have to kill LPs. Yeah, yeah, shoot, which is hard for me to do because I love LPs, but they're nice to have. They're not a need. Exactly. Exactly. Like right. whiskey <laughs> and Aphex twin. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love downloading things from bleep. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to do mine with a catch. Okay. This one's called, I think I've uh, one upped you on the, uh, the, uh, the titles tonight. Oh, really? Oh, I'm proud of this one. Okay. We started with suck, squeeze, bang, blow, and now I'm nursing a semi old school cars with a semi autonomous twist. Well then, well done, Ian. Yeah. Suck, squeeze, burn, blow. We started with suck, squeeze, bang, blow. Uh-huh. And now I'm nursing a semi. Wow. You're familiar with suck, squeeze, bang, blow, of course. Of course, yeah. It's yes. the cycles of a combustion engine, Ian. Thank you for educating our listeners. Yeah, I'm sure everybody see, see knew that already. There? See what I did there? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So as you, as you can tell, you're going to get a car. Yep. And then you're going to get a an autonomous feature. Okay. Which All may right. or may not improve... The car. Okay. Okay. The first one, 1973 Pontiac Grand Am, the first Grand Am. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Radar guided cruise control that automatically adjusts your following distance to a safe distance. Okay. Except behind Priuses, then it's set to three inches. <laughs> okay. All right. So whatever, it, like even if the Prius, like whenever it sees a Prius, it just automatically uh-huh. drives you. Over the, to the Prius, and then you just sit three <laughs> inches off its back. So even if there's faster, tra- like an open mm-hmm. lane next to me, mm-hmm. I just have to sit behind a Prius? Yeah, you default to Prius. You're beloved <sighs> Prius owners. I don't see what could be a problem with that. God damn it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. The next one. Uh-huh. 1970 Toyota Celica. First, oh, the first Celica. Yeah, uh-huh. Very cool. Yeah. 
automatically detects police officers and helpfully starts to swerve, making you look super intoxicated. <laughs> it's a new, exciting way to meet friends. <laughs> And spend a night with even more friends. Yeah. In the county jail. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. The last one is a 1954 Jag XK120 Coupe. Okay. Advanced vehicle to vehicle communication means this car can predict a car's behavior and overlay its projected path onto your windshield. Okay. Which would be very cool, right? Yes. Like if you, if you, it would detect inputs in a neighboring car and say, oh, this person's about to, to yeah. move over into your lane. Yeah, it'd be like ghosts in Gran Turismo. You'd just see them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be a very, very powerful piece of technology. Unfortunately, okay. it also allows your car, because it has car-to-car communication, uh-huh. to broadcast insults loudly over other cars' speechers, speakers, which it does constantly. Okay, all right. So it's just like, mother... Oh, like racial slurs. Oh, oh, like God. sexist jokes. I no, mean, just all sorts Ian. of distasteful, no. terrible things. Yeah, that's not me. I know. It's your car. <sighs> you and you gave me the Jaguar, knowing that my car is just going to spout racist tirades. But it also has the coolest technology of the three. It does. Yeah. God damn it. I can't get a bumper sticker big enough to explain or apologize for that. <laughs> well, you see, <laughs> that we, would be the start we, of the bumper sticker. We need bumper stickers to start off with. Well, you see, <laughs> the thing is we were playing a game. Yes. And my car is basically Donald Trump. Yeah. Ex- right. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Well, if it was Donald Trump, it should be the convertible with like some sort of garish cloth top. Yes, exactly. That doesn't quite fit right. (laughs) Just be like slightly sideways on the, on the frame made out of horse hair. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to kill the Jaguar because I cannot live with myself. If I was just, if I knew I was the cause of just horrible things being said, what if the other people didn't know? Like they just saw like, that's a pretty Jag. Whoa. You can't say that. What happened? Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I would know. I would know. Okay. Um, so then that leaves me with, uh, let's see the Celica. And what was the first one again? The The 1973 Pontiac grand Grand Am. Yes. Okay. So, I have to F the Grand Am and deal with Priuses for a day. <laughs> and then I'm going to marry the Celica. Okay. And yes, yes. I do a lot of field sobriety tests. Yes, I will. Because <laughs> I don't. You're going to get really good at them. I am. I I don't drink. So I would unfortunately be wasting police officers time. Yeah. And maybe in certain parts of the country, this would be good. Um, <laughs> because then it would be less murders happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Oh, my battery's running low. That's what we should podcast about. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> do you, do you need to play your second one before your battery dies? I do. Yeah. Okay. Can we do that? <laughs> yes. Okay. So this one is dedicated to my friend Kirby who just, uh, his wife just gave birth to their second child. Oh, congratulations, Kirby. So the, this is, uh, this is just a straight ahead one, but he once said before the birth of his first child, I don't think anything will change. <laughs> okay. All right. These are cars introduced in 1960. Okay. Where, at which point somebody probably also hilariously now in hindsight said, right. I don't think anything's going to change. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. All right. So these, the three cars are, you may need to look up, uh, one of them. Okay. Uh, 
The first one is the Chevy Corvair. Oh, yes, of course. Released in 1960. Beautiful. The next one is the Saab 96. Yes. Yep. Very, love, very love cool looking. Yep. The third one is a Nissan Cedric. Oh, yes. I think I know what this is. Let me look it up real quick. I just love that it's called the yes. Cedric. Yes. N-I-S-S-A-N-C-E-D-R-I-C. Yes. Yep. Let's see here. Yep. Da, 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 da. Come on, Google. Come on. Yes. Okay. Yes. And this was a 1960, you said? Yep. Okay. Let me. Let's Just put very it. cool. Because they ran the Cedric for a it's while. The Thirty Series is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like a Mercedes Benz with vertically stacked headlights. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like a weird mix between like, uh, you know, that sixties era Mercedes that you're talking about and like a Nash. Exactly. A Nash or like a Chevy Bel Air. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything will change. <laughs> I have to marry the Cedric. Okay. That is gorgeous. Yeah, I thought you might like that. Yeah, and then uh, let's see here. So then I'm going to, oh, geez, let's see here. What were the other two real quick? It was a, Corvair. a Corvair and the Saab 96. The Saab 96. Oh, God. I have to, I have to F the Saab 96 yeah. because Saab runs deep, buddy. Okay. Runs deep. All right. And then that means I unfortunately have to kill the Corvair, which I love. But that Nissan Cedric is too gorgeous. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I it's love cool. it. I love it. Okay, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I had to make up for the autonomous features one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. My last one's pretty straightforward as well. It's called Corporate Grill with a Suburban Feel. Oh, okay. Corporate Grill with a Suburban Feel. <laughs> Couldn't get the rhyme to work. All right. Couldn't do it. I'm not a rapper or a poet. So these are cars that have gone through the corporate grill process. Yes. And we are aware of corporate grill because it is when an automaker decides to suddenly change the front end of all of their cars into one hideous looking thing. Not always hideous. Give me an example of how it was done well. Aston Martin. Exactly. You're right. Yep. Good job. Well, I mean, and I think yeah. I think Audi did a pretty good job with it. No, they didn't. You don't like you didn't like the big early two thousand shield is what that they called that. Yeah. yeah. First up, Audi Q five. Yeah. Well, the Q five. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Second, we have an Acura. Acura MDX. I like that you had to look it up. Well, I couldn't remember if I had written RDX or MDX. Okay, which one's which again? The MDX is the bigger one. Okay. RDX is the little one with the turbo four-cylinder. Right, 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 Yeah, okay. so Acura MDX. And then lastly, we have a Lexus RX 350. Okay. That you want to shave your balls on. That yes. we all do shave our balls on. Yeah. So corporate grill with a suburban feel. Oh, does the Acura, does that still have the, the, the beak, chrome beak? The beak, yep. Does that still have that? I thought they got rid the of that. The chrome beak, Ian. This is the chrome beak era. Right. Yep. The CBE, if you will. The chrome beak era. <laughs> that much storied CBE. This is my least favorite class of cars. I know. Because they're not even useful enough to have seven seats. So you can't even make an argument. Right. Yeah. That you need them. You no, know, because there are cars with the corporate grill that you would actually want. XC90. Right, exactly. XC90, um, an Audi RS7. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But this is not that. I'm not that person that's giving you those cards. I, I, I understand that. Yeah. For a day. Oh, man. This is really tough. Um, I'm going to marry the Audi. Okay. Uh, because that is the least offensive grill to me. Okay. All right. Um, for a day. Uh huh. I'm going to chrome beak it up. Okay. C B I U. <laughs> that went well for you. It, 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 I think I think I might need the mobile stroke treatment unit. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't even get that one right. Yeah. Mobile stroke treatment unit. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that what I said? Mobile oh, treatment yeah, stroke yeah. unit. Mobile Just mobile stroke treatment unit. Unit mobile. Units mobiles. Ruth Chris's. Anyway, I'm crushing the Lexus. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I figured that was not long for this world. Yeah. I the, just, the uh, new grill is so bad. It's terrible. It's bad. Yeah. It's really terrible. And it's really bad with a front license plate on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. There's some grills that are designed where it's like, oh, like afterwards they were like, oh shit, we have to put a license plate on, on this in America. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Right, Ridiculous. and they just like they just like duct tape a license plate across the front of it, <laughs> or like my car, like uh-huh. the Volkswagen. They just uh, we're not even gonna bother. <laughs> yeah, no, no bracket, no yeah. bracket. Yeah, I do love how yours is the uh, the tow hook license plate holder. Yeah, because you're gonna need access to that tow hook eventually. You yeah. might as well have that grill off. Yep, yep, and then you can use the bulk of the license plate to s- twist. <laughs> that off to put your tow hook in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, good job, that's, buddy. That's the plan. Good job. Yep. Uh, all right. Did we do it, buddy? <sighs> we did it. Can I go home and lay in air conditioning on my basement floor? You can. Okay, good. You can do that. Let's, uh, let's do our plugs, buddy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We are team clear coat. Yes, you can are. find us on iTunes, write a review for us, please. In tell, the re- in tell, the, tell some people about us. Tell some people about us. In IRL the, even. In the review, stop playing Pokemon Go and Ian, stop playing Poke A Man. <laughs> uh, for, well, actually, you can do whatever you want. You know, um, not a problem. Uh, so, uh, if you leave us a review, uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, we'll send you stickers when we print some more. Um, let's see here. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. Team Clearcoat. Send us an email with your FMK cars if you want us to play them on the show. We would love for that to happen. Or just send us an email, say hi. Um, Team Clearcoat at Clearcoat. gmail.com. Yep. Gmail. Gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then you can find the handsome Ian on Instagram at I roll so hard. E-Y-E roll so hard. Also, go ahead and hop over to Twitter as well. Pull up that handsome <laughs> bastard over there too. Give him a follow. doesn't even have to be follow Friday. Just pick any day of the week. <laughs> when did you transition into like a, a morning drive DJ? Is <laughs> <laughs> this a zoo crew all of a sudden? Lots of traffic out on the 401 this morning. <laughs> the taffy's finally kicked in and here's Dave with the weather. <laughs> it's going to be sunny and hot. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's see here. I so, would love to see just the newscast, just all Dave, <laughs> just like four iterations of Dave. I could do that. I could do that. That'd be yeah. fun. Here's Dave with the weather. Hey, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
not a problem. Uh, should you want to interact with me in any fashion and you don't need to, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at knuck, knuck goose and UK and UK goose. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there you go. That's about it. Ian. Dave. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for recording tonight, buddy. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming over and roasting in my living room. Not a problem. You ha- you now have the essence of cooked ginger in your presence. <laughs> Worst Yankee candle ever. <laughs>